You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy-Allen. The Australian Reserve Bank has left the cash rate unchanged at 4.1% today, but its outgoing governor left the door open for a further rise to force inflation into the target zone. Uh, Philip Lowe said inflation in Australia has passed its peak, but it's still too high and it will remain so for some time. Yet HSBC's Chief Economist Paul Bloxham is with us. Hey, Paul. G'day. Why is it so sticky? Well, inflation's coming down, but it's still above the RBA's target, like it is in New Zealand as well and a lot of other places around the world. Um, And then I guess the other thing the RBA is pointing out is although the economy is moving in the right direction, that is growth has slowed down because they've been tightening uh, and the labour market is loosening up, we are getting a bit more um, of a gradual lift in, in, in the unemployment rate. Wages growth looks contained. Um, the economy's still operating at pretty close to full capacity. The unemployment rate's still low, um, and it's going to take some time for that inflation to head back to the Reserve Bank's target. So they feel comfortable at the moment sitting still because they've tightened and they've slowed things down a bit as required, but they don't quite know whether they've done enough yet. They might have to do a little bit more. And so the governor has on previous occasions talked about the idea that the RBA is now in what you'd call calibration mode. They're going to watch and wait and see. And if inflation does keep coming back down towards target, maybe just maybe they don't have to do any more. But it's possible that it doesn't come down quite fast enough. It's still a bit sticky. Um, and if it is, then they might have to tighten a bit further. So so um, as is the case in, in quite a few places, I've noticed that the, the inflation in goods seems to have come back, but it's the services that's still ticking up. And what's causing that? Yeah, well, that's certainly the case. I think that's a global phenomenon. So one of the things was that that was the part, the goods supply was a lot of what was, what was disrupted by the pandemic and border closures and factory closures and shipping costs being high and so on. So a lot of that effect has unwound. And so goods prices have been coming down. That's where you've been getting a disinflation. But on the services side, well, the other factor at work has been that, well, we're all back to spending a lot more money on services now. We're all going to restaurants and cafes. We're all travelling more than we were. And um, we're going to sporting events and, th- and buying theatre tickets. And of course, that's creating demand for those things. So the demand for services is stronger at the same time that labour markets are actually quite tight. Unemployment rates are still generally quite low. There isn't that much work, that, that many workers available and services, of course, tend to have a large labour input. I think the other remark would be, well, you know, energy costs have been high because we are in the process of making the energy transition. We're trying to shift towards renewables and rents have been high because there has been a shortage mm-hmm. of housing. So that's collected together to leave you with services inflation that is holding up at reasonably high rates and is stickier in general than the goods inflation that we see. So that's that's those things collect together to give you with the give you the inflation that's still above target in most places. Paul, give me your take from over the ditch. Okay, we've had a whole bunch of uh, hikes in the interest rates from from the retail banks here in New Zealand, despite the fact that the OCR has been sitting still for quite a while. Is it justified? Uh, look, I, you know, banks price their, 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 their rates based on what they perceive as in, in the market, and they generally move in line with the central bank, but it's not required that they do. Um, and so we're seeing, uh, you know, some, some resetting going on based, the cost, based on the cost of funding that's available globally. Paul, it's good to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Paul Bloxham, HSBC <laughs> Chief Economist. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin and my good friend, Louise Airy. 
We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.